Welcome to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford, founder of Startup Creative, your go-to source for straight-up business advice. Hello and welcome back to the Startup Creative Podcast. I'm your host, Kayleen Langford. And on today's episode, I want to talk about the idea of zooming out of your business and a very common quote I've probably mentioned and you've probably heard many of times before, but why it's so important to work on your business and not always in it. And I think this is a really relevant podcast always, but for those of us who are still in lockdown or, you know, there's limited things that we can do and create in our business right now. I know for me, I had a journaling day over the weekend and sat down to like come up with new ideas that excited me in my business. And I was like, well, I don't know if I can do in-person events. And, you know, there was lots of different limitations. Um, So spending that time to sit and come up with creative ideas, especially while we have a little bit of extra time up our sleeves as life is coming back to normal out of this whole pandemic situation. Situation, um, how we can use it and how it can be beneficial for our business. Because I think a lot of the time, if we're not, we, we, I don't know about you guys, I mean, for me and some of the people that I work with, if we're not sitting down and hustling and getting through the to do list and, you know, doing blogs and, you know, making things, then we can feel like uh, we're not being productive enough. But I want to talk about how working on the business coming up with creative ideas and planning and growing and scaling is just as vital for your business. So I think a lot of the time why we struggle to work on the business and sit and zoom out and plan and and have creative input and, you know, work with other people on just maybe bouncing ideas and things like that. I mean, I'm just going to make an assumption here. I think for me, it is that we're used to being in a nine to five, right? Where you go and you're like, these are your tasks and this is what you do. And you are solely focused on one aspect of the business that you're working for. When we come to work for ourselves, we are that task, whatever that task is. And then we are also every other part of the business as well for most of us as as we're starting up or we're small businesses. So we are the website editors, we are the marketing team, the accounting team, the you know research team, the product development, the coach, whatever it is. So we're wearing all of these different hats, but we're so used to and programmed to doing front front end of business or one part of the business. And so it is one of the biggest struggles that I see with startups and entrepreneurs and creatives is that they love to make art or be a coach or make a product, but then they have to learn all of these other skill sets in order for the business to be sustainable and to scale it and also just to stay on top of the functioning of the business, right? And when I research science around these two different types of headspaces or mentalities or, 
you know, creative processes, they're very different. So when we're problem solving and we're doing something, so we're going from A to B and we're ticking something off the to-do list, we're making something, whatever it is, we're in our analytical mind, right? We're figuring out step by step, we know we're going from here to there and we've got to get it done. For me, that's, okay, record a podcast or write a blog or send that email or call that person back, right? Send those coaching notes. So it's this very black and white linear perspective. The analytical mind is really good at that. We can go, cool, I'm at point A, I need to get to point B or I need to get this task done and our analytical mind will help keep us focused and just move in that one direction. But when we're creating new ideas for the business, which is very vital because when we start out, we have this kind of you know, burst of energy that gets our idea off the ground and out into the world. And it's this, you know, big creative energy that kind of kickstarts us. Then we start to get some traction. We get people paying for our product or service and we start to repeat that over and over until it becomes a familiar pattern. And probably where I'm at right now, when I look at my to-do list is like, I know how to do all of these things on my to-do list and I've been doing them for seven years. I want a new project. I want a new challenge. You know, I want to, I want to grow and expand. And so if you're feeling stuck in your business or bored with your to-do list or uninspired to sit down and do the work, it might be a good sign that you, you need to create some space to zoom out and go, what's next? How can I be of service? How could I do this differently? How can I come up with new ideas to that really light me up to work um, in my business, right? So you've got to zoom out to come up with those creative, inspiring ideas in order to create the motivation and the inspiration to sit down and execute them. And I think this is particularly important for our creatives out there. I know I work with a lot of artists, graphic designers, musicians, writers. If you are not zooming out and being using the creative part of your mind, which is, you know, the, the planning and the dreaming and the goal setting, then you're going to get bored or resentful or uninspired by your work because a lot of creative people prefer to spend time in that creative dreaming space of innovation and collaboration and new ideas and filling the brain up with creative input, right? A lot of people go, oh, cool. I'm really good at making art. I'm going to come in. I'm going to sell my art. People start buying it. It's exciting. You're like, wow, I'm finally doing what I love and getting paid to do it. Um, But then it can become repetitive and you're too much in that. I'm the doing mode. And then um, you start to go, well, I don't want to do this anymore, or it's not worth it, or I'm sick of making this art that people want. Um, so it's a good sign to, to zoom out and be like, how can I come up with, fill myself up and and come up with more creative ideas to, to grow and expand. And if you're not doing that on a regular basis, you're going to get burnt out, bored, stuck, resentful, and stagnant, right? You'll, you might just end up closing the business down or you might um yeah or just fall behind because you're you're not as inspired to create anymore so really important there for our creative people which is probably most of us let's be honest okay so the creative mind is the it's yeah, a different part of our brain that's really, you know, seeing different new patterns and is excited and, you know, is, 
seeing the world differently and our analytical mind is our like black and white, let's get shit done, right? So the thing is I think that a lot of the time we try to bounce between the creative mode and the doer mode, right? And they're two very different states. So if we're in a in one day being like, you know, we're here doing emails and we're getting bored and we're over it. So we distract ourselves with drawing or coming up with a new idea or, you know, um, journaling or whatever it might be. It takes up quite a lot of energy for our brains to flip between those states. Sometimes it's good because you can, you know, do half one of one in one day and half in the other. Um, but if you're trying to do it all day, every day, like, you know, in between meetings or, or, or emails, then, um, it can be quite, um, difficult for take a quite a lot of energy for your brain to flip between those states. So what I tend to advise my clients and what I do is to block out time because we do live in a world that is like, you know, get the e- right back to the emails, post on Instagram, um, make this, do that. And the practical stuff definitely gets a priority because I guess it feels like we're, we're doing something. We get a dopamine hit when we cross something off our to-do list. And it's also, you know, the, the stuff that most people are doing on a day to day and that we feel like we have to do. Right. Um, and it's most, you know, it's, it's also very important for the business. Um, but I tend to then block out time so that the practical emails and the, you know, coaching clients and, and, you know, content creation doesn't, take up all of my time because, you know, I think the thing that I learned very early on is there will always be more to do. The to-do list never stops. And the sooner you can learn to be okay with that, the better you are going to be at, at maintaining your business and your mental health. Because yeah, I think it's every entrepreneur that I know is like, it's, you never finish a task and be like, great, you know, you're, there's always more to do in the business. You know, I noticed that you, I can sit down and be like, I'm smashing out my inbox today. And then you wake up the next day and it's blown up completely. And it's back to where it was because everyone's written back. Right. So being okay with stopping on the to-do list, um, and being okay with that, it's going to sit there, you know, trying to let go of your perfectionist in that and then block out time where you will be able to work on your business and be strict about it. Don't um, don't let the to-do list take you over. And I probably have shared this before, but I used to coach all the time. Like anytime anyone wanted a coaching session, I was like, I'm there. <laughs> and the same goes with podcast interviews or meeting times. And I, many years ago now, decided to block my week out. So Tuesdays and Thursdays are my coaching. Some other days I do it if, it, if it's necessary, but I solely am in coaching mine those days. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays are more creative, um, you know, interviews, uh, maybe it's writing a talk, things like that. And those days I tend not to have meetings or mostly on Wednesdays, I will take phone calls if someone's, you know, wanting to ask me about coaching sessions or, um, you know, hiring me for an event or something like that. 
Um, so I tend to just keep those days as strict as I can. Obviously, there has to sometimes be flexibility. Um, but it means that when I wake up on each of those days, I know what my brain is is focusing on. So hopefully you can find some time and you might not have the flexibility. I know it's a very big luxury for me because I've been doing this for so long um, to have that clarity. But um, yeah, sometimes when you're hustling to start, you, you don't get that luxury of putting up boundaries as much. But if nothing else, I encourage you to find a couple of hours a week that is solely working on your business. So what does that mean? Okay, actually, Marion, um, who was on our podcast, I think it was how to glow up in your business, was very good at um, explaining some of this stuff as well. But how I how I look at it is that your brain is needs data, right? It needs input. So your brain is is a machine that's looking for patterns. It uses the information that you put into it and then it cre- then you can ask it a question like how can I be of service or what's next for my business or I need a new idea and it can start to filter through all the data that you've given it and start to find new pattern recognitions, right, and look for new ideas and creative solutions. So when you're working on your business, You want to be importing your brain with more data, more creative inspiration. It could be going on a walk in nature. It could be reading a book. It could be studying. It could be listening to podcasts. It could be, yeah, lots of different things. So you want to give your brain more creative resources. I also encourage a lot of clients to not necessarily just look at for inspiration inside their own industry. So you can look at other coaches or other businesses, but what I tend to do, and we've got a a few worksheets in our first aid kit about this, um, because this is something that I'm doing on a regular basis, which is looking at businesses that inspire you and go, okay, I'm going to pick three businesses that I love, that I have seen trending or that I see people rave about or hear people rave about. And then I just go on a deep dive and do a, like a competitor analysis, I guess. Um, it's, there's a whole chapter on it in our first aid kit that has some worksheets if you'd like to do this for yourself. But you can pick three businesses and go, you know, why do people love them? And just really start to inquire into that. Okay, well, they've got great branding or they're, you know, standing up for this or they've got this funny hashtag that's trending or they're working with these kind of people. And you can start to kind of look at what they're doing, why you think it's working, and then maybe how would that apply to your business? And it doesn't necessarily have to be your industry. It's probably better if you only do one of the businesses as your industry and then look at an artist or look at a past trend or, you know, a musician, whatever it is, right? Um, and really start to just feed your brain creative input. I personally am loving studying at the moment, so reading lots of research articles from Google Scholar, which if you haven't found that platform yet, it's fabulous and highly recommend. Um, But you want to give your brain more input so that it can make more connections in a creative solution. And then this is the important part. 
We often think that we go, cool, I've studied, now I'm going to sit down and write something. Sometimes that works. But going out and feeding your brain new creative inputs, then you also need to have some time to rest and restore. And the way that I imagine it is that your brain is loading a program. So you've given it new input. And don't feel like you should have to have the solutions or the ideas straight away. Trust and know that if you sit down and do some study or read a book or listen to a podcast, then you probably need some time in nature, walking, exercising, using your hands. I've been gardening a lot lately, which has been really helpful to get me off my phone. Um, And know that that's also part of the process is that your brain then needs to integrate the data. It needs to store it and it needs to like almost load it into the system, right? And then once you're, so allow yourself to rest and restore. And I actually did this yesterday. I was feeling quite run down and just exhausted. And I had a very slow Monday. I I replied to a couple of emails that I needed to that were urgent. It's a really good time to ask yourself if it's, is this urgent or can it wait? Because your mental health and your resting and restoring is just as important and your brain is still, you know, processing stuff for you. And then this morning I woke up at 6am and was like, all right, I'm ready to go. Came up with the idea for this podcast in my morning morning journaling and um, feel really inspired to like get shit done and already can look at my to-do list and be like, wow, I've done so much more today because I gave myself a rest day. So that resting is just as important and trust and know that when you come back to work, um, then you'll, you'll be in a more filled up space rather than always trying to hustle and fill your time your days with um, doing, 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 um, because that's just one part of the process. And I think I've probably talked about it before, but there's that great, um, I think it's Einstein, he says, you can't solve problems from the same reality that they were created in. So if you're always hustling, you're always doing, and you're not taking time to stop and give your brain a rest, to zoom out and see, you know, what needs to happen next and give your brain more information to help better solve problems or come up with new ideas, then you're staying in the same stuck reality that can't possibly create a new reality. Okay, so some things to check in on and there's two ways of when you know, I mean, I think everyone should be doing this all the time. Like even for me yesterday, I sat down and journaled and was like, what are some ideas that I've had or that are spinning around in my head? And I think if you're in a a working mode or even a resting mode and you start to feel that like, oh, I've got some ideas coming up, get them out on paper, just journal them down. You don't need to act on them straight away. Just if, you know, even sometimes I'll be coaching somebody or, you know, I'll get an email and it'll trigger an idea for me. And I just, I have a whole pen and paper notepad dedicated to business growth ideas. So I just will throw it on that piece of paper. And then when I have my creative days or early mornings, or sometimes even on a weekend, um, I'll go back to that brain dumps and yeah, see what still inspires me or what makes sense now. And I do that with my podcast as well. So I'll always be writing ideas down for the podcast and yeah, then I sit down when I when I carve out that time to record and go, 
you know, which one is lighting me up or that really still sticks and which one do I think is most necessary right now based on, you know, chatting to people on Instagram or coaching clients that I'm experiencing, that I'm chatting to and, and familiar needs that are coming up. Um, so yeah, sometimes it's good to just get them out. Okay. So there's sometimes that there's two things of when this zooming out and, and working on your business is going to be really important. Um, or here's how to tell when, when is the right time to do it. And maybe sometimes there's some of you out there who are doing it too much. So if you finding yourself planning and, um, talking about your business and doing lots of back end stuff and journaling about it all the time and not actually taking action on it. And I can guarantee you it's really normal. I've had, I reckon I get at least three emails a week of someone saying, okay, I've had this idea for a few years now and I'm finally ready to do something about it. And I'm like, great, let's go. Um, so that's a sign that sometimes we spend too much time in the back end. So it can actually be a bit of a, a hindrance to getting in the game. Um, so just check in on yourself there, you know, how much time am I spending planning and dreaming and is there still a good balance of actually doing and taking action because you don't want this stuff to stop you from taking action. Okay, and now when you're feeling that kind of stuck in your business, maybe you're you're not growing, you're feeling a bit bored, perhaps you're burnt out or you're uninspired by your to-do list, that is all a good sign. It feels counterintuitive. I know that because I've been there and you're like, I can't possibly stop now. Um, or you're not feeling creative because you're on that verge of burnout. It's just a sign where you're like, I really don't want to do this, but I know that I need to. And I think it's giving it um, value and knowing that it's just as important. And if you're not doing it, then you're more likely to be in that same space next year that you are in now or your business isn't growing. Another good sign is if you're not getting, you know, you're getting the same clients or not the right clients or you're low on clients or customers, right? Um, so if you want to, you can grab our first aid kit because I take you through every aspect of the business. And the idea was that you could sit down and take a day or two days and work through the whole first aid kit. You can buy it on our website as a digital copy. If you want a hard copy, let me know. And um, I'll send that out to you with the digital copy. I think I have three left. If you want to send me an email with your order, feel free to do that. Or Take some time every single week and block it out and even if it has to change every week, but carve out that time to really sit down and and give yourself time to work on your business. It's so important. It's necessary. It will help you grow. It will give your brain a rest as well. It will keep you inspired um, and it also means that it's going to set you apart from competition, right? Because we all know and love businesses that are like, oh, cool, look what they're doing now. Or they've just come up with this new idea. When it's too much of the same, we lose interest in business, right? We're like, oh, yeah, that's what they always do when, you know, they come back to that. And we want to be at, like, how can we grow with our audience and even grow with the, the changes in what's, you know, we see it with social media all the time from, you know, reels to Instagram lives to TikTok. 
Um, but yeah, and I mean, get off social media too. I think that's a very limited space to be creative. I would say there's so many different ways that you can fill up your creative cup as well. Um, yeah, sometimes social media, but I would say that, yeah, I'm really enjoying finding inspiration in reading, you know, even just, um, being inquisitive when you walk around the neighborhood or you're in a conversation with someone, um, ask questions and, and look differently and, and try and like almost like free your brain up and, and turn on more of the connections and allow it to really just be inquisitive and curious about the world and, and see what, um, more data and info you can put in there. Because when you're curious and you're asking questions and you're in new environments or you're not on your phone, uh, your brain is more relaxed. It's not so tunnel visioned. It's not so, you know, fight or flight or analytical. And it will allow you to really take in more information. Maybe it's colors that you see or an animal or a billboard or a neighborhood or a graffiti sign or a sticker on the sidewalk um, or a person's style, you know. Uh, so many different ways we can fill up our creative cup and then allow that brain to integrate it, to download it. Make sure you're giving yourself some rest time and always ask the question, how can I be of service? What's next? How can I grow? And um, allow your brain to find some answers for you. And just quickly on that as well, a really good um, tip for this, which um, if if you can't find your in your own networks then definitely a coach or someone like that would be very helpful but finding ways to bounce ideas with other people and I've really noticed this I find it very hard because I'm like sitting you know solo in my business a lot of the time but when I have come up with ideas and I've voiced them to somebody else and I've allowed them and I've asked them to you know what do you think and I we just bounce back and forth and that synergy that makes the idea better. So if you've got an idea, don't be afraid to bounce it with somebody else um, because I really do believe that that synergy of two creative minds working on an idea um, or giving feedback in real time will help you to solidify it but also make it better probably um, and validate it as well. So if you do come up with a new idea, I think it's always good to check in with other people or your audience even um, and just make sure that, yeah, because especially in this, you know, lockdown situation, there's less of that happening. Um, and so, yeah, it's nice to get out of your own head and, and take feedback as well. Okay. Hope that helps. Enjoy your day wherever you are or evening. Uh, thanks for tuning in. Let me know how you go and yeah, jump on the first aid kit and block out a day if you feel like really diving deep, which could be a good thing if, I mean, People are listening to this all the time, but right now it's the 12th of October, 2021, (laughs) and we are rapidly approaching a new year. So it could be a good time to sit down and do that and also review what you have done this year as well. Anyway, have a great day, everybody. (laughs) 
Thank you so much for tuning into the Startup Creative Podcast. If you get a chance, head to iTunes and leave a rating and review. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you get notified every time there's a new podcast up. See you next week. Thank you.